And that's what's cool. Like what, with what we've created, we can directly attribute like having fun within our business to making more money. Sales and marketing for e-commerce brands. What's going on, guys? Whoever can spend the most on marketing and knock out, go out of business, is the person that ends up winning. And so, what looked like what was going to be breaking even is now like a five x return on ad spend. And so, that's what people don't necessarily always get. Can't just bury pain or fear with optimism. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Rob, what's the funniest thing you've done lately? Ooh, funniest thing I've done. I do a lot of funny things. You know what I like when you do what you do? (laughs) (laughs) When you call someone out on our team in a very specific way, in a serious tone. Oh. And all the attention's on them all of a sudden in the meeting. (laughs) And then you're like, nah, I'm just messing with you. But they think it's serious, and everyone's like, oh, is Robbie getting someone in trouble right now? <laughs> but you're not. You're just having a little fun with them. I wish I had an example of that. Yeah, it just happens, though. I know I do it, and it is one of those things that just happens. Yeah. But I can't think of an example. It's like when I called one of our employees' brother, and I told him that I fired him. And I was like, are you still down to work with us? How committed are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, dude, everything's totally cool with me. Like, I'm loyal to you guys. <laughs> but what I revealed was disloyalty to his own brother. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that did happen. And then I told him, I'm like, dude, I'm totally messing with you. He's like, oh, my God. You're a total jerk. <laughs> but what's sick is now he kind of... He has that same sense of humor back to me. <laughs> so he'll call me and be like, dude, something terrible just happened with a client. I'm like, oh no, what? It's like, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> dude, I hate that because uh, this, I'll tell you what I like about you. What That's... I like slash hate is occasionally there's an email thread. You know, it's me. It's Daniel. It's our head of business development, Patrick. Maybe we're working on a strategic deal with somebody and mm-hmm. we got a proposal out there. I know where there. you're going. I know where you're so going. So we got this proposal out there, got sent over through email, and, uh, you know, hadn't heard much back from the other party. And so Patrick sends a follow-up email, hey, checking in, seeing how things are going. Uh, we get the response back, you know, simple reply to all. It's like, yeah, we still got it. We're just kind of running over some things. Yeah. Uh, have a few things to think about. Next day, I get into the office, open up my email, and it says, Daniel, Patrick, Robbie, undisclosed person's name, and it's Daniel. One sentence, what the is there to think about? (laughs) Question mark, question mark. And dude, my my whole stomach like hit the top of my pelvis. And my face went white, and I was like, oh my gosh, what did Daniel said?" And then I see he excluded that one person from the reply also. It just went to me, you, and Patrick, but that person's name still showed up in my <laughs> inbox for the unread message. Dude. The sick part about that, though, the reason it scared you is because I've done that same thing, but it's only sent to the prospect. And then our team, I'm like waiting for the team to like laugh. No one's getting my joke. <laughs> and they're like, I never saw that email from you. And then I see it sent 
directly to the client. I'm like, oh no, I took my fun too far there. But then what do I do, Rob? (laughs) What do I do? I laugh it off. You you laugh it off, clean up the mess, do whatever you got to do. But and so, then do it again. <laughs> some there's some fun things that happen. There is. And today, this is a great segue. What yep, are we checking? Today we're about? talking. To, uh, the title of today is yeah. Let's get title with it. Have fun, make money. Such a beautiful title. So here's the thing. Uh, you might think like, why why do I need to have fun if I'm looking to grow my business? That seems unimportant. Uh, when you do a study of amateurs versus champions, yep. one thing you'll find is that champions, obviously, they choose a career path that encompasses their talents, their skills, their passions. But when you look a step further, it's, it's, they're also in, in areas that they deeply, deeply enjoy. Yep. Whereas amateurs, their line of work is something that they're they don't really care about totally maybe they even they maybe they even hate their job so they hate their job which is kind of what creates that gap in the first place yeah between somebody being a champion and somebody being an amateur we, we're talking about high performers here mm-hmm. this could be athletics this could be business this could be anything mm-hmm. high achieving yeah uh, we find that the high achievers the champions have a deep sense of joy and a deep sense of fun around what they actually do Imagine waking up, though, in the morning. What's going to give you energy? Something that's draining, not fun to look forward to for the day? Or where you're, like, waking up, you have this instant energy when you're like, I'm just going to have fun today. (laughs) I'm going to go in. I love what I'm doing, and I'm going to make it fun. But here's what's crazy is fun can be a choice because even the mundane things, you can make fun. Even if every aspect of your job or your business isn't fun, I think there's little things like sense of humor and things you can do to actually make those things fun that give you an energy and advantage even over your competition. You know what one of our, so someone on our team recommended like, hey, every time we break a record, I just wish there was a gong we could do on the team. We're going to have to get a gong. We're going to have to get a virtual gong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, you know, a, a funny joke a little prank here and there. You know, you know someone who has fun and who's wildly successful is Chubby's. Yeah, that's a Bro, great e-commerce I love, example. I love their marketing. So good. And just what are because they doing? I lo- just because I love watching them have fun and I see that and I want to I'm I'm enjoying it with them. Yeah, and you know how bad I want a pair of those little shorts <laughs> when I'm seeing what they're doing Bro. I'm like, "Am I going to have that much fun?" Yeah, and we're I in Alaska. I we don't even wear shorts that often. But no, but I'll I'll grab some. I'll grab some just because they're they're that it's fun. It's an environment <laughs> of fun. But what we've noticed too within our own culture is when there's problems, big problems that arise, mm-hmm. approaching it with fun and sense of humor diminishes the actual problem mm-hmm. and kind of creates this low stakes environment for the team. Yeah. And I think that's so important because a lot of people take things way too seriously and they're like, oh no, that's going to end us or that's going to have this massive negative effect or whatever. But if you're like, uh, whatever. And like even crack jokes around the subject. Yeah. Or or lighten that atmosphere up. Dude. So one time, uh, you know, one of our salespeople came to us, had just the worst week, just a dry, (laughs) dry spell. And, uh, you know, he came from a high stakes environment. 
from a company who's like, if you don't hit your sales quota, like your head's on the chopping block kind of a thing. Yeah. And so he's like, dude, this is the biggest slump I've been in in my entire career. Like, I need to figure something out. He's like apologizing to me and Dan. He's like, I'm going to get on this call and I'm going to close him. And I was, uh, our response back to it was like, you know what? You know what's going to happen even if you don't? You know what I'm going to say to you, Matthew? Or <laughs> Oops, sorry for revealing your name, Matthew. <laughs> I'm going to say, ha ha. <laughs> Dude, but and then he's leaves like he's you like, know what? okay this is not as big of a deal as I want like so what we lost a deal we're still on pace to do what we came here to do he didn't say deal though he said dill oh yeah that's one thing fun about Matthew is he says dill where's he from where he would pronounce I don't it know in such what a his way. accent is honestly but I wonder if he it sounds just as weird where he's from as it does to us because he's always guys so he's seeing he calls a deal a dill. Yeah, we're actually going to get t-shirts made. <laughs> just showing you our funk culture. We're getting t-shirts made for the sales team that says, just closed a dill. And we might have a dill pickle on dude, it or something. Dude, I remember the first time I heard him say that, and then he kept saying it more and more. And I just could not ignore it. Like, dude, it's not, is, you, is no one saying, can ignore that. Is he saying dill right now? He's like, bro, hey guys. Got a couple dills on the line. <laughs> and like dead serious, like that's straight up how he pronounces deal. Yeah, it's not a joke. So, But we have fun with it anyways. It's not a joke. It's a very serious thing, but it is fun. But I like that story <laughs> of how he thought it was this massive high stakes uh-huh. thing. We brought some humor and fun into it. And I think it took a lot of pressure off of him and actually helped him perform. Just that yeah. one little like ha ha moment. Yeah, and now like with that was when he was a little bit newer to the team, but like I'd yeah. say our sales team, we really have almost like we're almost picking on each other the way that like brothers would be chick- picking on each other. Yeah, 100%. you know what I mean. Like your little brother, you're making fun of him for screwing up or something. <laughs> you know, that's a much different story than punishing somebody for yeah. that. And again, we have KPIs. We have certain things we're trying to hit. But more often than not, if you can zoom out, like having a little fun, giving people a little grace, having a good sense of humor, you're going to find that you're still on target to hit what you're hitting. Yeah. And like, yeah, we have accountability, stuff like that. But Let's talk about this, Rob. There's something crazy about bigger brands sometimes and their complete lack of having fun it's more yeah. like they're all competitive. It's disgusting. Like we've worked with multiple big big brands, right? And we see this dynamic where they're all competing against each other. <laughs> Dude, and the whole conversation is about who's like alpha male. Yeah, they're just trying to flex female. on the phone the whole time of like <laughs> whose idea this was to like make them money. We're like, dude, who cares who thought of it? Let's just do it and make you guys more money yeah. and not tie like personal like self-worth to it. Yeah, but it it puts us in a weird position because we're like kind of listening on the outside of their culture of them like mm-hmm. flexing on each other, but we're like, dude, that seems like the worst environment to create. Well, what's crazy is it it's like personal recognition over achieving the objective. Yeah. So we have this goal. We have goals we set with our clients. We're trying to hit a certain amount of new purchases, revenue, whatever. Totally. And. You know, we could maybe be making a ton of progress on this, um, but then sometimes when we're working with people who are feeling insecure, who are not having 
fun in their environment, the conversation changes very quiet. Very, very quickly, <laughs> very quickly to things that don't matter at all. Yeah, like straight totally. up, like I, I forget. And I think these I companies think you know that's mean? that's the environment they have to create to create success. But yeah, let's look at a CEO like Bob Iger. Used to be the CEO of Disney. Does he have fun? He has a lot of fun. He has fun. He's joking around with people. He's really good at negotiating deals in a fun, lighthearted way. But dude, he's just—he's a straight shooter. He's not gonna—he's not gonna man. water down his humor. No, and he's not gonna try and paint this. He's not gonna try and do anything weird when he's approaching a deal. He lays it on the table. He's allowed to smile. He's allowed to have fun. His employees are allowed to have fun. He's allowed and, to make a joke to Nance down the table, and she <laughs> thinks it's funny because he's created that environment, right? Yeah. So okay, let's shift yep. gears here. What's interesting is that you can't make money. And you can't have fun unless you choose to. But me, growing up in conservative Christian circles, yeah, there's a lot of internal rules inside me that say I'm not allowed to do either of those. Yeah, I bet that goes for a lot of people. <laughs> you can't have fun, first of all, and you definitely can't make money. So it's worth it ex- wasn't that bad for us, but a lot. Of, <laughs> it's a worth lot of examining, though, because yeah. it could be something very, very small. And again identifying uh, a belief system, identifying a problem, an internal operating procedure that's like built into your, yeah. into your psyche, identifying it only gives it the weight that it's actually worth. So like if you can look at it, you can examine it, you can say, okay, this is a big deal or yeah, this is why I believe this, this is why it's important to me. But if it's like, for example, one time you heard in church that like, uh, What's something you hear in church that would not make you want to go make money? Uh, you should be poor <laughs> <laughs> and serve your whole life. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just this stigma around money in general, I feel yeah. like, growing up in that environment. where Or it's just, just that people who have money are greedy. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's just not the case. It's just not the case because a lot of people with resources are the people doing the best things in the world and helping out the most people and serving to the greatest of their ability to have very, you know, a ton of purpose behind yeah. what they're doing. And it's not constrained to, you know, what one person may think that should look like. What's awesome is when your business, your service, your products actually serves the purpose that that gets you to wake up in the morning. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. And that's what's cool. Like what with what we've created, we can directly attribute like having fun within our business to making more money. Yeah. That's where this all kind of comes together because it's helped us create a stronger culture, mm-hmm. uh, low stakes environment. If problems do happen, we're able to kind of laugh it off, have a sense of humor around it to where it actually diminishes how big we see those problems. Mm-hmm. And so like I see it in all these different areas of our business and how it's like totally affected it. Dude, and for me, it's stamina. I will never burn out because this is the funnest thing I can do. You, like I, you I, have so much stamina, Rob. <laughs> Bro, I'm not going to burn out because I'm just having so much fun. I love that. <laughs> so if you can get to that place, it's a very powerful thing. It's a very powerful tool. Yeah. For growing your business. Yeah. Guys, you heard it. You heard it from Rob himself. <laughs> I want you guys to uh, lighten up a little bit, have fun in your business, and uh, make more money. <laughs>